Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. Our guest today is Round Rock Mayor Craig Morgan. Welcome to the show, Mayor. Thank you for having me, AJ. Yeah, so we'll be talking about managing growth in the city in the uh, ever-growing uh, county of Williamson County, of ca- ever-growing region of Williamson County. Uh, city of Round Rock is, I, w- I would say, the historic uh, anchor of the economic growth in Williamson County, uh, being particularly with Dell, uh, corporate headquarters based there. But in the several decades since Dell's founding, I know, or since the location there has been tremendous growth. You know, you go up, up the I-35 corridor, you see it all over the place. And I want to talk to you about just how your, your approach to managing growth in the city, both from the real estate side, also from the economic development side. Before that, I want to get to just your path running for office. Sure. You know, that uh, uh, the path to office, you, you, you know, I never set out to run for office. I, I think what I always was taught by my parents is to give back to the community that you live in. Uh, you know, we uh, I moved up here in 2006 and uh, I just got involved. I started at the leadership Round Rock class, learned about all the different things in Round Rock, kind of found my passion. Uh, then I served on the chamber board uh, after that and then served on our charter review commission because I always had interest in government. That was my major. Uh, and then one thing led from the charter review commission to the planning and zoning commission to the city council. Uh, and then now as mayor and, and, you know, I decided to run for mayor because I was on my uh, sixth year at that time. And our current mayor at that time, uh, Mayor McGraw, uh, had decided that uh, uh, he was not going to seek re-election. And so I thought, well, I'll put my name in the hat. I, I had the most experience on the council at that point. And so I um, decided to do it. And uh, it's been a, a humbling experience every day I wake up to serve uh, the great city of Round Rock. What what was the one thing you thought you prepared you thought you prepared for that just totally may have shocked you if anything? Yeah, you know, there? yeah, I think that you know there's no manuals on 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 pandemics and uh, even tornadoes that we just recently had. You know, just in the last couple of years, we've really gone through a lot that you know some of those things don't prepare you. I mean, you 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 go in as a as as a leader and you've got to lead your community and you're leading your community and really some divisive stuff and uh you know unfortunately I feel like that division is kind of still kind of carried on even after the pandemic and and you see it in today's world of uh, of politics and you know look local politics are really dealing with people issues that's not really a division people want roads people want to feel safe they want a good quality of life they want low taxes those are people things those aren't republican democrat talking points but it does try to get uh seep in and, and so i think at times you know just the politics have, has seemed to be a lot more divisive from 2011 all the way to 2022 mm-hmm. and ron rock see if ron rock you know it's, it's not a full-time council correct so you have a day job and I think people, uh, you know, city of Austin's a full-time council, but I mean, it's, it's not full-time I'm assuming, but it is full-time for you. <laughs> it can be that, that this week is full-time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, next week may not be as full-time. You know, the good thing is we have a city manager uh, who oversees, you know, over a thousand employees uh, and our job as a council is to set that vision uh, and that policy for the, city manager to uh, implement but you know there's things there's 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 requirements to be at certain things and mm-hmm. so uh, it, it stays it can stay busy and it probably stays busier 
these last couple of years with the pandemic and the, the winter storm and the tornado, then, you know, maybe it normally would. Mm -hmm. so. we, we, we look to economic development and, and real estate development. Historically, historically, uh, you know, the, the, tri or the kind of the, uh, the, the knowledge was that, you know, development was easier in Round Rock or Williamson County. There was in, in Travis or really in Austin. Right. And historically, and with the growth that's been going on, come, you know, just kind of, rippling from Austin as you know, price home prices and all their pressures. What have you, what's been, has there been any shifts in kind of the, the tone on council and the community towards development and what kind of development comes there and also with businesses that want to come there? Sure. You know, I think, I think, uh, you know, some things with regards to us that as we have grown, uh, I think we can, we don't have to accept every economic development deal that comes to us now. So I think that has been a shift. Not that I think the prior councils did, but you may be more apt to a business that maybe um, uh, you wouldn't be as apt at, at right now, number one. Number two, uh, you know, just on sheer size of acreage that some of these businesses that are looking now to come to the Williamson County area, Round Rock just doesn't have that the, the land mass anymore to 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 have a, a Samsung. You know, Samsung could have never come to Round Rock uh, uh, with regards to, and it wasn't because we wouldn't want Samsung, but just that's the that's the dynamics now. Um, you know, and so what we try to do is, you know, my job, you know, affordability is a huge issue, kind of hit on it a little bit. Uh, we still want to make sure that when businesses decide to come to Round Rock, we get them they're built, they're permit and ready to go. And, you know, right now it's about after the first meeting, about 30 days. Wow. Uh, and you can be, you can be under, you can be under construction and going, uh, you know, Kalahari got built during COVID on time uh, uh, and uh, on budget. Uh, and so that's our job. Our job is to create the economic environment for these businesses to thrive. And, and, and people, there's a lot of, 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 not uh, talk about corporate welfare and all that, but, you know, these businesses, you know, in Round Rock, uh, they pay, you know, even though there's only 7% of non-residential property, and that means that would include the commercial, uh, they pay about 46% of our property taxes. Mm -hmm. And so if you didn't have the Kalaharis and the Dells of the world, uh, all that growth that's coming uh, would be all put on the backs of uh, our residential taxpayers. And so, you know, this year we're, we're, we're proposing a 34 cent tax rate. Uh, it's the lowest in central Texas by three pennies. It's one of the lowest in the state of Texas. We don't strive to be the lowest, uh, but we, I think we've done some great strategic planning. We're adding 13 new cops, six firemen. Uh, so we're, 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 we're focused on our services to continue to have a quality of life that people want. And so when you do, when you provide that, you start getting ranked in all these magazines as mm -hmm. the top places to live, you know, people come and they're going to come. So you can either plan or let it just run all over you. And then you're, you're, you're playing catch up. And so that's always going to be the challenge, AJ, is that all this costs money. Uh, but mm -hmm. we've done a pretty good job in Round Rock of strategically planning. We have five goals that we, you know, that can change, but they've been about the same. They may change places. Uh, number one goal has always been a financial sustainable city, and we have been uh, financially sound for, you know, years. And so, again, we'll continue to do that and try to provide jobs that people can live, work and play here. Sometimes, you know, there, there's some spread in those jobs, but, 
you know, we've looked at, you know, salary increases. We want them to provide good benefits to the uh, employees. And so, uh, and we want good partners. You know, Dell's been a great partner. Kalahari's been a great partner. Uh, all, a ton of other businesses I could go. Emerson's been a great partner. These businesses that have gotten some of these deals have given back to the community. And, that, and that's important to us. Just a quick plug for Kalahari, because uh, for those who don't know what that is, you want to go into on that one. It's very family friendly, very family friendly place, I know. Yes, it, uh, it, they have done really well. They've given a lot back to the community. Uh, you know, a lot of locals, actually, you see locals going and uh, spending a week in there. Uh, and, and, uh, but they also, you know, they have a lot of restaurants. And so a lot of our locals go in and, and, and enjoy those. And, you know, on that side of town, for the longest time, we didn't have a lot of the restaurants and the uh, nightlife stuff that, you know, we had on uh, in downtown and on along 35. But now you've kind of got a good mix. Uh, so with the challenges, so you know, as we look through, we're almost at, well, half almost at the end of 2022. Let's just take it to now, the end of decade. What do you see are the top, you know, th the, the biggest challenges of the city of Round Rock? Well, I think you're, you, you know, for a lot of cities throughout uh, uh, this area, it's going to be infrastructure. Uh, that that is a crucial thing that you have have really cities have to really focus on. And in the in the, the thing with infrastructure, money. It costs money. But, you know, I think for some of our planning during the winter storm, you know, we we're one of the few cities uh, that did not have to turn off our water. And it's because of stuff that we had done infrastructure wise and a little luck uh, to to help uh, uh, keep that roads. I mean, you know, people are going to come. Uh, and so, you know, we we in the you know, when a lot of cities were closed down in those two years, we were building roads and you'll, you're seeing that on university. You're seeing some of that. You'll see that on Gaddis School, Redbud. So you're going to start seeing a lot of that infrastructure. So we continue to do that, but those are always going to be uh, your challenges. And then trying to find that right balance of what people want. People don't, I mean, they want roads, they want water, but there's a lot of quality of life stuff they want. They want parks, they want trails, they want libraries. Uh, you know, I never, I, you know, I didn't realize how popular libraries were. And, you know, we're, we're building a new 60,000 square foot library right in downtown. Uh, but, you know, our library gets over 300,000 visitors a year. So that's always going to be a continuous challenge, AJ, is mm -hmm. trying to find that balance. Keep the city where it looks, you know, I mean, we do a lot of road maintenance projects annually. We put in about $4 million. Uh, so that's for our neighborhood streets. And so, you know, I've gone to a lot of cities and I would challenge that, you know, a lot of our roads are as, as you know, as nice as other ones. Because once you build them, you still got to maintain them. Mm -hmm. And then water is a, a huge issue. Yeah, I think that we're, I think we're, we're very, we're situated very nicely. We have two water sources uh, and we're right now in the process of, a, of, of potentially getting a third water source, even though we feel like our water sources that we have now uh, will take us to our build out, which is, uh, they say about 250,000. I think it'll be more upwards of 300,000 because you'll start seeing some vertical uh, uh, in round run. I was going to ask too, in terms of the, back to the real estate side, how do you see it shifting, you know, foreseeably over the next, or the, the, the balance of this decade in terms of the types of units come on board? So like with, with vertical, how high? Yeah, right. you know, we, we have a we had one we just approved downtown, uh, seven stories uh, right mm. off of 35. Uh, I think that, you know, right now it's kind of that missing middle that the the multifamily market, the, you know, the townhome and the townhomes now aren't like the townhomes back when I was growing up. I mean, they 
they're almost more condo unit style uh, uh, living. So I think you're going to say, you know, a lot of people want to be live, work and play right where they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think you will see some vertical, you know, depending on where it is, you know, we have some guidelines, but along major thoroughfares, you know, it would, it would not shock me to start seeing anywhere from, you know, five stories up to the 10, 12 story range. And even in our district, you know, our, our, our district that's coming in over off 35, 45, uh, they'll have some pretty high building height. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the remainder of this year. What are your priorities just going in? Well, let's say going into balance of this year and into 2023. And I know also you're seeking reelection. Right. So talking to that, I, I, I have not, I have not announced. Uh, oh, fair enough. I thought I read that, but fair enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Those no, I have, my, I am up for re-election in May. I have not made that decision yet. Uh, so I do have to make that decision. Uh, you know, and right now I'm just, you know, I'm not ready to, 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 to make it. But for me, it's, you know, again, it's, it's, it's to provide the services that our citizens demand uh, and expect. And, you know, so you, you, a lot of times once you set that, again, we're about to pass our budget. Uh, you're going to, again, have one of the lowest tax rates. Uh, I think our citizens de- demand being safe. We're, we're, we continuously are one of the safest cities in America for a city our size. And, you know, as I mentioned, we're adding 13 new police officers this year. It takes a while to get the, the police officers up and trained, uh, you know, and then, you know, our new uh, fire. You know, one of the things I've been really happy with this year, we added a, 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 a uh, crisis reduction unit of 14 people. And they have been magnificent. And their some of their first day was the day the tornado hit. And so what they do is it it helps us to find people that have some uh, that have had some mental health issues that may not need to really be in jail. And once we find that it's a group that goes out, once we know that it's a safe situation, this crisis unit takes over. And not only do they take over to get the person to the right place at that time, there's follow up with it. Uh, and it is uh, a program that has been wildly successful. Uh, calls for our police have gone down on that when we realize that it's something that, you know, it's not someone that needs to go to jail. It's someone that needs, uh, you know, uh, some help. And, and uh, so uh, that has been wildly successful. So I want to continue to see that because, you know, let's be honest, AJ, right now, mental health, it was, I believe it had always been an issue. Mm-hmm. I think covid the pandemic, things that have gone on have really brought more light to it as well. And so it's something that we have to be able as a city to take on because what happens, I, I firmly believe, is that the person that doesn't really need to be in jail gets put in jail. Then that person loses his job or her job the next day because she can't, you know, she's in jail or he's in jail, uh, you know, and then it just begins that cycle uh, of, 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 of despair and in in homelessness and, and and the things that you want to try to help people because a lot of times it's just like me you know it's a you know as I mentioned to you uh, our our a couple of weeks ago you know I've had a spinal cord surgery and that you know that 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 is a you know an illness that required therapy and you know mental health is a sickness and why don't we try to treat that to make sure that they don't uh, you know get into the despair of and then, you know, potentially more crime or whatever it could be. So uh, continue to monitor that stuff. Um, you know, make sure we continue to implement our policies. You know, we'll be opening up a new library in January. 
that's an exciting thing for uh, the city. You know, the city's growing, staff's growing. Uh, you know, we're running out of space for employees. Um, you know, and and really, I still, you know, we've had a big focus on making having our downtown and creating it as a sense of place. I think that will continue to be the focus of the council um, moving forward, along with all the other things. I mean, I, you know, there's not enough time here to to go into all the things that you kind of watch and monitor and see. So, mm -hmm. your first, so your your term would more or less or end close to around when the legislative session is going to conclude for the next our next Texas next legislative session in January. Are there any priorities or concerns you have uh, um, of this you're seeing um, that you're, you and your, your council members are working on and um, for this next session? Yeah. 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 You know, I, you know, we haven't really gotten fully into it. I mean, there's some things that, you know, clearly the city of Round Rock are watching that one's the sales tax issue with Dell. Uh, uh, we did uh, win our first uh, case in court. Uh, they sent it back, uh, you know, so I don't know what will happen with that, but we'll always watch that because that's a crucial uh, uh, thing for Round Rock. Let me tell you the, the thing that I think is really big is, is, you know, the legislature a couple of years ago took away our annexation powers. Mm -hmm. and uh, But what we're seeing now is we're seeing a turn where landowners, I think, are like, hey, you know, the intent was to make sure cities weren't just annexing and annexing and annexing involuntary. But what's happened is that now that we're not able to do, enter to develop agreements or annexation without getting everybody's support, you're starting to see these big property owners, things popping up next to it that's really hurting their value of their land. Mm -hmm. uh, I would argue that we we add more value to people that may potentially want to sell their land because we provide the water, the sewer, uh, and, and other things that can manage the growth, make the growth look nice, where, you know, if you're sitting next to a 50-acre tract of land that someone wants to sell, if we can't annex it, anything can be built there. Uh, and so annexation, trying to figure out how we can work around, you know, not work around the law. I'm fine with it. That's what the legislature felt like doing. Uh, but giving us some opportunities where, if, you know, someone in, the, in our ETJ that wants our water and our sewer, then they ought to be you know, they have to be required to come into our city limits. Uh, I think it's only fair to our taxpayers that are actually paying for it. They're using our services anyway. Uh, and so I think there's some things that, you know, we will sit down with our legislative team to uh, to see. Uh, you know, the other one that's out there that I it hasn't, you know, I've heard it once or twice, uh, you know, and that's using, you know, potentially using property tax dollars to um, uh, give vouchers for private schools. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, look, public education is important to cities. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Uh, when when people come to Round Rock and they come to these areas, they come because of the schools. And um, I'm all I'm pro-choice when it comes to schools and, and, and school choice. But I'm not in favor of using taxpayer dollars to, to for people to go to to uh, private schools. There's already laws in place that say if 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 you are in a felon school for two straight years, you can move your child out of that that school. So, um, but if if you start if you, if public education starts to go away, uh, then you'll start seeing cities and jobs uh, leave uh, the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. And, and it, 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 it won't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. It, it so, will happen. So, I want to reiterate again too: you're not you've not made an announcement or any kind of decision on whether you're seeking re-election without or again yet or anything so but knowing that what advice for there will be 
someone someone will be in this seat in May or in you know come uh June 1st of 2023. Will be there will be there will be a mayor of Round Rock. What what letter would you write to that person on their da- the mayoral desk on the dais about to to about thoughts on the next next full 12 months? Yeah, I think, you know, more than anything, first off, you know, I congratulate them and tell them I'm here for them, uh, number one. Uh, I, once I step away, I'll step away and I'm going to let that next person as, you know, prior mayor to me did. Uh, but I also have uh, his phone number if, if I ever need him. He's always been there if there's something that has come up, uh, you know, that'd be that'd be number one. Uh, number two, I would really tell him, look, listen to the people. Uh, and and even the ones that are angry uh, and don't be afraid to sit down with people that maybe don't look like you or don't agree with you. Uh, you know, that's what we've lost in politics, AJ. Uh, it's an all or nothing uh, kind of world right now. Uh, look, there's a number of people that probably don't agree with me, uh, but I've never not gone in a neighborhood that may be upset with us and not sat down and talked with them, tried to work through things try to come up with what I think is the best solution together. And sometimes we get there, sometimes we don't. And so I think more than anything, you you, you are going to be the mayor for everybody. You can't be the mayor for just your buddies or this party or that party or uh, 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 Caucasian, Asian. Well, I mean, we're a very diverse community with all kinds of differences. But you know what? That's what makes us really stronger. And so I'd encourage that person to make sure that you you you, you are a mayor for everybody. And that means even the ones that are mad at you, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's ever personal and sit down with them. And I've had several conversations with people I know that were not happy some of, of my decisions. And I became, I was better for doing it. They made me better for doing it. And so that's what I would encourage. Don't, 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 um, exclude anybody from ever setting business and 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 if you if you have disagreements walk away respectful and you know and and but yet you still can talk to them again if there's another one and we'll leave with that mayor craig morgan is the mayor of the city of ron rock thank you for your time